Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 148th time, we are so close to 150. I am Nacho Flacco. This is Nacho Flacco, the podcast. We are joined. We got the full crew here today. Trevor's hey, back. Hey, hey. Trevor ducked this once again after one of his non-football teams lost a big game. What? And just ducked the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, He's talking about the Yankees. <laughs> this is, so a, this we, is a football podcast. <laughs> So we were, so we were trying to say, <laughs> real quick, and this isn't even like a shot, but did you see that video of those guys hassling Garrett Cole when he was warming up in the bullpen? I did, I did not. not. It was just like I don't even know if it was from that game, but he was just warming up, just throwing pitches, and this this guy was just being an asshole. He's like, "That wasn't a strike. That wasn't even close." Just his warm up pitches. <laughs> like it, it was kind of funny. Um, they uh they give a good ruse down uh, up in Beantown. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. As no, somebody, I'm sure you did. As somebody who's been drunk and done that at the little league, the the <laughs> wiffle ball field in uh, in Echo Park Center Field, it's fun. You know. <laughs> that was um, little Timmy. You got a big hole in your swing. Yeah, I was I was on I was just on one and was heckling every eight year old that was coming up to play wiffle ball. Um, yeah. Anyway, I stopped drinking. So yeah, it's a real fan. It's a real fan experience to to yell at people who are more physically gifted than you and make a lot more money. Yeah. Exactly. It's but also you know listen you want to pick up a bat and you're around me when I'm drunk then you know listen you better not like Doug said yeah. have a hole in your fucking swing hey <laughs> yeah yeah you step to the plate you gotta fish yeah. face the pitcher um all right so start bench cut John Gruden we're just gonna we're just gonna jump right into this oh is there start John bench- Gruden news huh who there there's some John Gruden news today. Well, you know, we got a little bit of news on Friday. I don't know what you're talking and, about. And then an avalanche of news, like right at halftime. Right right before halftime, yeah. The game was absolute shit. It was 7 nothing or something like that. The Ravens looked awful. And um, they weren't getting anything going. And then uh, the league basically was like, well, we got to fix this somehow. And so they had John Gruden resign. <laughs> so and that's, and that's and then the game got really fucking awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, turn the game around. Yeah. So here's uh we're gonna start bench cut. These are a couple ideas I came up with for Gruden to you know his next job, maybe a little bit of a rehabilitation tour, maybe. You know, some of these don't sound like rehabilitation tours, but you know, anyways, we're gonna start bench cut with John Gruden's next job. Um, first one is uh, he hosts a Manning Brothers, a Manning cast esque show with his brother Jay Gruden, who, if you remember, got jealous of a player banging his girl, benched that guy, and then the guy that replaced that guy uh missed the block that. Uh, got Alex Smith's leg almost amputated. So the Gruden cast is is one option. Okay. Um, he launches a Last Chance U spinoff, but like just for white guys. It's <laughs> pretty um, on the nose there. All right. Or he's the new Jeopardy host. <laughs> oh, that would be great. So those are your three options for start bench cut. Where you want to see Gruden? You gotta say it in the form of a fucking question. <laughs> what is Spider Y two banana? Um. All right. So anyway, these are these are obviously gag things here, but um, when they add a new uh, they new an element where he's in the 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 earpiece of the players. 
confusing them. Right. Yeah. He's he's uh, well. I just just the and then the handshake. Like he goes up to do the handshake and just swallows their hand. Like with that like super. That's when we should have known something was like gonna come out about John Gruden. That big just douchebag handshake he gave Don McVay, where he just swallowed his hand. Is like that's the mark of a guy who like not just says these things, but writes them down in a business sense, like right. documents them for future for internal review right like this isn't he's not on signal he's not on you know telegraph or whatever the fucking people are using to you know make sure that nobody can read their texts or their emails there's nothing's encrypted he's just like firing off these emails from like john at john gruden dot gruden and and john gruden the football coach yeah not John, not Jay Gruden, at johngruden.com. Well, um, all, all this stuff was when he was working at ESPN, right? Yeah. So I blame ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he was a diversity hire from all of their you know, loopholes working at fucking ESPN, man. It's so, all right, let me, let me, let me mini tangent here. If John Gruden has been winning, this resignation doesn't happen. I would even argue to say if they were five and zero, oh, I don't think this resignation happens. These, like old, this old shit that gets dug up, gives companies, businesses, because I think uh, we all understand how the internal workings of corporations happen, opportunities, right, to change something that they may not have. All, otherwise had the opportunity to do. And I think that's exactly what the Raiders did. Let me let me modify what you just said here. I don't I don't agree necessarily. Um and and I'll get to that. But there they were winning, right? This this was the season. My meme tonight was, you know, start off 3-0, lose two straight, resign before the Chiefs get their shit together, right? Like so Gruden can theoretically go out on a <laughs> uh, from a football standpoint, a bit of a high note. Um, they look <laughs> from a like performance shit. standpoint. From a from a yeah, from a performance standpoint. Here's here's where if you just modify it for if Gruden had been winning, I would say if Gruden didn't have seven more years on his contract. Sure, you could add that too, right? Because he resigned. And unless they kind of gave him a, because if you fire him, you owe him everything. Right. But if there's a, you know, if there, I'm sure there were some emails going off tonight between Gruden's agent and the team basically saying, hey, listen, we can drag this out and make you fire us and make you pay us or make you, you know, drag you into court and do all this other thing. It's because Mark Davis is not a, a rich man by NFL owner standpoint, sta- um, yeah, standings. Um, but if there, I'm sure there were some emails going back and forth where Gruden is going to get a little bit of money for making himself kind of go away. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I, I mean, like, listen, you've got, he took a shot at everybody. I mean, the league is really proud of its female referees. It's, Really proud of Carl Nassib, like they even to the point where they ran an ad that said that just starts with football is gay and it just kind of like punches you in the face a little bit. Yeah, uh, I saw that. So you've got they're very proud of that. They're very proud of the female referees. He took multiple, you know, he called the commissioner a pussy. Um, now they can't discipline him probably for stuff that didn't happen when he was not a part of the. Of and he wasn't under the shield, the so to speak. Yeah. Organization, right? Yeah. But you know that that they can sure shit make his life a living hell. Like I mean, it's like you know, it's like nobody in football was going to have his back, and it didn't look like. I mean, I didn't watch much of the game, but everything I've been seeing is that, like the Raiders did not come out like the Raiders were supposed to beat the Bears. The Raiders are not a bad team this year. They're supposed to beat the Bears. And they got worked. 
Divided uh, locker room. So, I so I, I think that as if it had been the isolated email, yeah. And when they dove in, it was just like this one thing. It was just related to Demore Smith, and it was just um, a, a, a lone instance. But like he he was apparently sending him and uh, Bruce Allen, the, the piece of shit of red of executive yeah, for the team executive were sending back and forth topless photos of the of the foot of the Redskins cheerleaders. Like yeah. it, and that was a, that was a part of its own scandal. Through yeah. through company emails? Through fucking probably company emails, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, stupid. But yeah, or, or, I mean, or, or obviously not like right. Know, not either yeah, here. either way. I've got better security uh, over my meme page than John Gruden had over this. Right. Yeah, it's but just, uh, you also think maybe, maybe he, uh, you know, he's like, I'm retired. I just do my, I just do my QB camp show. Yeah. Monday night football. I have nothing to worry about. I'm not coaching again. I don't have anything to worry about. I'm going to send these emails, taking shots at everybody at nudie pictures. And there's going to be no consequences. Because I'm not coaching in the NFL. Oh, what's that? Hundred million dollar ten year contract? Okay. I mean, it's not like I'm ESPN betting. wouldn't have fired him for the same shit. Right. They if it came out, do you it, think it comes not. out if he's a coach? Even is this even a story? Well, so here's here's the the Redskins or the so the football team just got their trainer. Um. I saw that investigated by the DEA or some shit. The feds, yeah. something, right? So the, the feds came to the building. They they came to the team facility, like right, I, the, like looked at his office and stuff. I wonder if there's something there that, like, in the midst, like those two things happening that close together, and the and the the executives from the Washington Football Team being involved in that, just like tells me there there might like. This just might be like some kind of extra leak or some kind of extra thing that came out of that investigation. Yeah. Uh, kind of a where there's smoke, there's fire thing. But it's um anyways, John Gruden is is not gonna be coaching football anymore. I mean, unless he gets that job with the all white last chance you. Or what's yeah, uh, what's that one uh the high school that like played on ESPN? Sycamore, or whatever. Oh, yeah, it is Sycamore Branch or Branch Sycamore. <laughs> yeah. Bishop yeah. Sycamore. That was it. Look, there's no bishop named Sycamore. I went to Catholic <laughs> school. You can't fool me. Um, all right. That's all I got on the Gruden thing. Anybody got anything else? <clears throat> Not really. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it is what it is. Just an old man that doesn't know how emails work, I guess, is what it sounds like. But uh but yeah, no, it's hard to it's a hard pill to swallow. I kinda liked Gruden. My favorite thing in the comments, I you know, I posted the meme. My favorite thing in the comments is like guys just volunteering in the comment section. We've all said it. We've all said it. And people are like, What do you mean we motherfucker? Who are you exactly speaking for? Right, you got um, someone in your pocket. That and also misunderstanding communism. That was my favorite. <laughs> one. That, that one was good. Um, he ended up he that ended amicably. At the end, he goes like, "Okay, I get your point." I'm like, "Whoa, oh, okay." Wait, wait, what? This, sir, this is the internet. That's not how things are supposed to end. That was amicable. He tried telling me racism and sexism isn't going away. I said, yeah, it's why would a private company want to do that? And how is that communism? Right. Oh, okay. yeah, I saw so that. That like, was funny. Hey, what? You just said you see my point on the Internet? But Fuck when you. my dad was watching Fox News, he said it and it sounded good. I thought this was going to go on for like six or seven hundred more messages. But no, you just stopped right there with a very fair. <laughs> I see your point. This guy ain't captain of the debate club, I'll tell you that. All right. Oh, all right. Colts Ravens reactions. Game was shit. They fired Gruden. The game got amazing. Did 
Lamar take a shit at halftime? Like, what happened here? Yeah. Game. I watched. I, 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 yeah, I, was, I had it on the whole time. I mean, the, the Colts just collapsed. I, I've, I've got a new award, and they're the only one team I could come up with. Normally, we have best excuse in a losing performance. This is just worst excuse in a losing performance. You're up 22 to 3. Stop being such an idiot. Yeah, they come all the way back and then they make their little drive and their kicker misses the field goal, goes to overtime. Good old Rodrigo Blankenship. He's hurt. You know, he was gutting it out there a little bit. He said he had a hip injury. Like they had their. uh, Yeah, they almost didn't. They almost run somebody else out. Yeah. It's like that. I don't know. Um, But Lamar was amazing. 300 yards after halftime. Right. Steelers, the Steelers and Ravens now share the most consecutive games with 100 yards rushing. Somehow Lamar threw for 400, but they only rushed for 84. Here, here um, I was kicking myself for not start, start, starting Justin Herbert and Lamar. Not that I needed that game. I didn't, I didn't need that one to win. Stupid fantasy. <laughs> rough, rough, rough fantasy weekend for you, Trevor. Well, it was. It, it's all my fault, right? It's not like it was hard luck. I, uh, I, I, I slept in. Like I woke up early, and then I, I you know, I, I went back to sleep, and I woke up, and I forgot to make my adjustments. Like I have, I, I have Madison on purpose. He he holds a roster spot for the three to four games a year that he starts, right, and gets twenty five plus points, right. I missed that one this 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 week. Yeah, That'll yeah, happen. yeah, and I lost that game by a point to Yeko. Ooh. Ooh, yep. Not I, to I, mention, I, not to mention, I also sat. Um, who else did I sit that went absolutely off? I would have had two hundred points this week if I had started the guys that I should have started. The Dolphins running back, he was on my bench in one of my leagues. He, he was on my he was on he was on my bench in in your league, Doug. Yeah. I had, I had him, A.B., and Kadarius Tony all on the bench in your league, Doug, and I still put up 185. Right. I had Kadarius Tony on the bench, but I wasn't starting him. Um, he was like, why didn't you start Kadarius Tony? I'm like, Dude, look at my team, bro. Like, Yeah, Madison. Oh, and Jameis. I started David Carr instead. We'll, we'll get to Jameis. Yeah, I started um, Carr instead. But there Go, was um, – so anyway, back, to, back, back, back to the Ravens, the, the Colts and Ravens game. It – there were some kind of rumblings and, and some of the quotes have started floating around and the, the screenshots of floating around of of the uh um of the, the the talking heads, the people like us, but the ones that are actually paid to do this. Um the talking heads out there doing saying this is the year that Lamar gets figured out. And uh it doesn't feel that way. No, it feels like somebody else is getting figured out though. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I that's yeah maybe. Or it could just it could just be his fucking brother and his fiance just just finally uh, killing him. He's just slowly dying from the inside. He's like, if I'm if I'm a terrible quarterback, (laughs) just go away. Those two are awful. Um, the guy who did get bailed out though was uh, in Colts Ravens game, the Tavon Young. I think that's his name, the personal foul that like put the Colts into field goal range, and uh, then they missed the kick. Yeah, to win the game, but that that so close to being the scapegoat there for that game. Um, and also, I really, I there was no Manning brothers, no Manning cast tonight, right? Yeah, no, they. Uh, I think they're taking like three or four weeks off, and then they're coming back. That's horseshit. I really wanted to know what they thought of the Gruden thing. Yeah, we needed that. Well, no, it's it's only um, they're not doing it every. I think isn't it only like seven weeks? I thought it was like twelve of sixteen or something like that. Uh, I thought it was less. It was going to be like SNL, and they would be like on for three weeks off for one kind of thing. Uh, maybe I'm not sure. I really, you know, the the league scheduled this perfectly so that we didn't have to have like Eli and Peyton moderating a debate with somebody over. Over the John Gruden thing, yeah. It would be it would be interesting to hear those guys 
react to that in real time. Yeah. It's, it would, but they'd, they'd be, it would, it would so be. Much potential for a train wreck right there. Yeah. Remember that time? Keyshawn, did you guys, did, Keyshawn was oh, going off. Yeah, you sent me that. That was, uh, he's like, I told you guys. <laughs> Keyshawn's on full bone. I told you what a piece of shit that motherfucker was. I told you. I miss that. He is, he is loving it. He's he's like, I've been saying this shit for 10 years. That guy's the biggest piece of shit I've ever met. He's a bad person. I don't give a shit how good of a coach he is. He's a bad person. That's he's funny. He's like, I take all this shit for being a diva this, diva that, blah, 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 blah. I told you what this guy was. <sighs> I hate saying it. Keyshawn's right sometimes. Yeah, no. Man. <laughs> Turns out. Give him the damn ball. Um, Doug. We gotta we gotta talk about your performance this week in our in our pick. We Trevor, we didn't get your picks this week, so I'm just leaving you out of this. But Doug, you went four and one. Boom. Titans, Saints, Bills, and Bucks all covered. You're five and five on the season. I went two and three, Saints and Titans. So that brings me to three and seven. So um anyways, just bet against just fade whatever I'm saying on our Thursday episode, and you'll I make won. some money. I won my uh Three-team parlay this weekend and the teaser with it. Oh, boy. And I fucking almost won another seven-team teaser. I missed it by one game. The fucking Vikings pieces of shit. They were And they were up enough to cover there at one point, right? They were up like 10. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to them. That would have been um, a nice little – that would have been a big win for me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. So start bench cut. Best punch. Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder. Kadarius Tony. Did we Trevor. see the- Trevor? Yeah, Trevor? I'm just so I it was so exciting to see that they finally found Kadarius and he was useful and then he uh you know pulled an on field stuff like that. It really just rounded out well, I think, for the weekend. You thought you were done rooting for Odell Beckham and then right there and right then and there. Yep. You had a generational talent that just can't yep. We need more Victor Cruz's back. But uh yeah, it was a that was a, it wasn't even a good punch. I like yeah. to say it was a, it was a good punch. It was it was a stupid little punch. It was even fun. it was even cool. Do they still play the um just sticking on boxing? Do they still play the do they still replay the boxing matches on HBO like a week later? I don't know. I, I can't answer that. I could I mean shit, I could probably go find a replay of it somewhere online, but it was a uh, from the highlights it looked it was a it was a slugfest. Yeah, I was kind of kicking myself for not getting it. This is kind of a stupid, stupid mistake. Sure. Um, okay, real start, real start bench cut. Which team is the most done? Steelers at two and three. Raiders without Gruden. They're three and two, but they've lost two straight. Now they've lost their head coach. And or New England, who needed a comeback to beat the Texans. So we'll start. We'll start with Doug. Go to Trevor, and then I'll I'll finish it out. Start bench cut. You're starting the team. That is the most done. Hmm, it's tough. 
Um, the Patriots, it's just, it's just, they spent all that money, but I just still feel like they don't really have any playmakers. Uh, and McCork, I don't know. That's a tough one. This is a good one. I think I would, I'll probably bench, or no, I'll probably cut the Steelers just because their defense is going to be good all year. Um, so I think that'll keep them in games. So I think I'll cut them, right? Is that the way we want to do this? Yeah. So the, the team that's the least done, the team that's got the best chance, you're, you're cutting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it right. So, so Steelers are cut. Uh, the bench would probably be, uh, would you say the Raiders or the, Raiders or the uh, or the Steelers, Raiders, Patriots, or the Patriots? Damn. Yeah, I'll probably bench the Patriots and start the Raider, the Grudenless Raiders. You think the Raiders are the most done? You think they're toast without Gruden? I don't know. <laughs> do, do, do you know? If, are, is, was Gruden calling plays for them? I don't know. I have no idea. Because that would be the double whammy there is, sure, you lose the head coach, you lose the big personality, but did you also just lose your play caller? I haven't, like, seen him with his stupid fucking play call sheet, you know, I don't think. He's usually just kind of standing there looking like... I think I think he did, and that that's just going off of the Mannings talking about him being in uh, the earpiece all the time and how big the plays are. You know, they're very uh, wordy. I think he was calling the plays. I maybe he is like from from USA Today. Uh, just this year, Gruden named one of the best play callers. So yeah, he's he's calling the plays. Gus is really gonna fuck them. Could I mean it might? Well, so here's the other side of it. Here's the other side of it. Um, he could have, you know, really divided that locker room, right? He could have had a lot of guys not on board uh, with him and his way of coaching, or they might have been up in the air and it's like, yeah, well, he's John Gruden and there's this, you know, they still had the uh, the aura of, of Gruden and that's completely disappeared. Fuck this guy, right? These guys could come together. Um, I think the problem with that happening is Carr. I think Carr's done. I think he, you know, held his hat on Gruden, Um and it, it was seemingly that way, right? Those there was a pretty, they were pretty close. So, um, I, I I I do think the Raiders are done. So, um, I would start the Raiders being done. I'm gonna bench the Patriots because I don't. I just it's hard to count them out, especially later on. If they're still hanging around later on in the year, a couple more wins, um, they can always do something. So you think that you think the Patriots are better than the Steelers? Oh, now, the Steelers well, better than the Patriots? Now I have to say that. Yeah, I think the Steelers are better than the Patriots. So I'm I'm looking at um so I'm gonna cut the Steelers. I'm looking at the Steelers schedule. Every team they've played so far this season has got a winning record. They're two and three. They play Seattle on Sunday night, then Cleveland. So it's gonna be Seven straight, so sorry, C- Seattle, then the bye, then Cleveland. So it's seven straight games against teams with winning records. Texans don't have a winning record, do they? Or you said the game's coming up. Um, talk, I'm saying the Steelers, not the Patriots. Oh, Steelers, sorry. Um, the Bears are only, I think they're two and three at this point. They've got a shot at, you know, potentially having a winning record here. So it's like the Steelers have completely flipped from last season's cupcake schedule to what they've got now. And and they've got a mummy playing quarterback. So it's not, um, you know, pouring dirt on the Steelers' grave at this point. I know it's been a lot of fun, but if they ever hit, I mean, the, they go Detroit, Shit, then they go they go Chicago and Detroit after Seattle and Cleveland. Then Chargers, 
Bengals, Baltimore, Vikings, who aren't bad, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens. Like they might play 14, 15 teams that have winning records. Like the only two teams on their oh okay if the Raiders fall off the cliff or then the Broncos fall off the cliff then it'll start getting the beginning of their schedule will start looking a little better, but they might end up playing like 13, 15 teams that had a winning record. Nice. Um, so I think for that reason that they're done, um, or more done than the Patriots necessarily. I think the um, I'm looking at the Patriots schedule. So I think the Raiders are super done. I think losing your play call, losing your head coach. I think I get the point that, like, hey, they might rally around. But, you know, th- this is Gruden's third year. The guys he's got there are, are his guys at this point. Um, yeah. For the probably, you know, for the most part there, like, you know, you might have a cut. They, you know, they like to bring in their free agents and stuff. So there might be a couple of guys that, that hate him. But they like, you know, these guys, for the most part, they like winning. Um, and even one guy that was anonymous Raider quote today was, like, hey, this is all, this is all, we understand this had to happen and all this other stuff, but we also know the guy that we're playing for. And, you know, he might not have been, you know, despised in the locker room until, like, this happened. But, like, he's so, he just burned every fucking bridge he could. Um, and, uh, and, and, it, and it had to be done. So, the, as far as the Patriots schedule goes, Dallas, Jets, Chargers, Carolina, which doesn't look as difficult as it used to, then the Browns, but then they go, they've got Atlanta, the Colts, Jacksonville, and Miami still left to go. So I think the I think the Patriots are actually my cut. I think they've got the the best shot of any of these teams of of stringing together just on schedule alone. I think the Steelers have the hardest, obviously the three, but I think the the Raiders this this extra thing that the Raiders have to deal with is uh, is probably going to be too much to overcome. Yeah, uh, I don't even know it's, it's, it's somebody named Basicia or something like that that's going to take over. I've never heard of the guy before. Um. But he's he's the new head coach. I wonder if they like go get somebody to fill in somehow. Is there anybody that like you think that might like? I don't think you're bringing anybody in off the street in the middle of a season. I think you're pretty much sticking with who you got in that building right now. And you're, uh, you know, I'm sure you're looking to hire somebody, you know, for next, you know, next year. But. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, I wonder, like, this is the one situation that you'd think of doing that, though. Like, is there somebody that, you know... You're going to bring in somebody that's going to have a different playbook and use different terminology? You don't do that in the middle of the season. Well, what I'm, say, what I'm saying is, is, like, is there somebody that is familiar with Gruden? Like, Steve Mariucci, right? Like, and, and I don't Mooch. think... The Mooch. I don't think Mooch is leaving his his NFL Network job, but like he's run like that's a it's a West Coast offense, all the same terminology. He would understand it. He would have an easier time getting up to speed than most guys. Like where where would they find a? Um, it 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 would be very interesting to me if they tried it as a way of salvaging the season, being like, hey, we need. And even if it's just a figurehead, right? Somebody that just kind of understands, um, you know, game management, understands, um, you know, when to go for it, when not to go for it, that type of stuff that isn't, you know, basically essentially a first-time head coach with that's taking over a team that's got real playoff hopes if they can, if they can survive this. Um, yeah. But I think I wonder. I wonder because that you—that's what you do in basketball, right? You would—you you can go find any coach to just come in at basically at any point there. Um, but in in uh, in football, it's always promote from within. I wonder if they think outside the box a little bit on it. That's all. Yeah, yeah maybe. They are—they are—they're an outside the box organization. 
He also he also mentioned Mark Davis's uh, pockets compared to other owners. That do they really want to pay two coaches? Because they're the thing, they might they might have just gotten a, a huge, you know, um, saving. Like they, he might have to cut a check, right? But uh, they might have just gotten some some long term relief, right? They they they're not going to have to give the next. They're not going to give the next guy a ten year contract. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, Gruden had Gruden had the legacy with the Raiders. He, you know, knew the family. He was a way to bring respectability back to the organization. (laughs) (laughs) Turned out exactly the way they they planned it. Would you you be so far as to say that maybe Mark Davis is uh, on the sidelines a little bit more often now? God, I've. I mean, you can only hope, right? He's calling. He's calling some plays. Just let, Jerry Jonesing himself through there. Yeah, yeah. Let, that, hair, let that haircut breathe, baby. You yeah. want something done right, do it yourself. Um, Football and haircuts. <laughs> all right. So my so my final answer is I'm gonna. I think the Raiders are the most done. I think the Steelers are the second most done based off just their fucking clusterfuck of a schedule coming up, and uh, I think the Patriots have the best chance to kind of sneak up a few spots, maybe. Nine and eight, you know, ten and six. If if Mac Jones kind of takes it to the next level, um, the Nacho MVP radar hit a bit of a, a slump, a little bit of a slump this weekend. Two of the guys on the MVP radar won. Kyler Murray didn't look great. The Niners' defense is legit, even if it is starting even you know three backup cornerbacks. Um, but uh, still on the radar, Kyler Murray. I'm going to leave Dak on there, and I'm swapping out Patrick Mahomes for Justin Herbert. <laughs> Yikes. So Did you hear his, his name enough this weekend, Todd? Who, Herbert? Yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell they you what, love him. Him and the refs, like, fucking killer combo. Doug, take us through. No. Talk about <laughs> no, I mean honestly, it was it was actually a fun game to watch. I mean, it was forty something, yeah. forty something, so it was entertaining. Um, Browns are really good. Their their next step they need to take is learning how to win against a good team at the end of a game. Uh, <laughs> but dude, the Browns and I saw it in every game I watched this weekend. I don't know what was going on with the refs this weekend, but there was just some blatantly terrible, terrible calls. Um. Big momentum swinging calls for like, dude. The Chargers were going for it on like fourth down on like their own twenty something yard line, and all these crazy places on the field. I'm like, holy shit! And then they throw one up. It's like a hail mary on fourth down towards the sideline, and they call pass interference on our guy. When like, I mean, you guys have seen all the pictures, right? Of, yeah, I mean, if you watch yeah. the re- if you watch the replay, it, it's the Browns player getting interfered with. Right. Yeah. And they also called a atrocious. they also called a holding penalty on one of our offensive linemen. You go back and you look at that replay. The defensive lineman has his his fucking hand in his face mask. Hands to the face is a penalty too. I heard, but honestly, uh, it was a crazy it was a crazy game to watch. Chunt is still in full effect. We still got the best offensive line of running game in the league. We just got to figure out how to win these games at the end. But yeah. uh, Justin Herbert is impressive. But at the same time, Denzel Ward and our other starting corner were, were already injured, and uh, he threw two absolute bombs to broken coverage touchdowns. So I feel like if we don't let their best wide receiver run down the field wide open twice for 70 and 40-yard touchdowns, and then we don't push their running back into the end zone at the end of the game to get the ball back, I mean, that's, I feel like if we can get some stops, we're, we're okay. So It was tough, though, to lose that game. The Browns came up a few times when when I was asking for, you know, offensive, defensive player of the week and bad coaching decisions. The Browns came up a couple times. Yeah. Uh, The end of the game, uh, they got the ball back and ran it through some dumb, dinky pass that they didn't complete, ran it again and punted it away. 
That it wasn't was, very good. And then they got the ball back with 90 seconds down five. And it's like they're dinking and dunking. It's like, dude, you need a touchdown, not a field goal. Like, fucking throw the ball down the field. These refs want to throw their flags, try to get a pass interference. <laughs> yeah. So so, so that wasn't uh, – I still – I meant to watch it on Game Pass today, but I've got a big work project that's due to tomorrow that I haven't completed yet. But um, uh, I, so I haven't watched the, the game, but, like, Sounds like there's just like a lack of urgency there at the end of the game. I don't know if it was the play calling or what, um, but they were not throwing the ball down the field. They were because just... I, I've also got a new award. It's an award for terrible officiating that only affected the 49ers, the Browns, or the Giants. <laughs> yeah. Um, our two nominees so far um, uh, is the what the fuck was that pass interference call that Doug just talked about? And a blatant uh, missed holding call in the end zone. Yes. Eric Armstead, Eric Armstead had, his, had the jersey of Kyler Murray. The Cardinals offensive lineman had his hand inside the, pa- the pads. The shoulder pad. The, neck, yeah. the shoulder pads at the neck. Like, just dragging Eric Armstead down. That was on second down. On third down, they also got called for another holding. And this one, they said, was just outside the end zone. And so instead of it being 10 nothing, instead of it being 10-2 and us getting the ball back, it stayed 10 nothing. We scored a touchdown on the next drive. Um, so that could have been a tie ball game there. Um, wouldn't be terribly difficult to, to think of that as a, as, a, as a tie ball game there. Um, if everything had, had played out. So um, I don't know. I, I'm going to give the award to the, to the Browns. Cause I, I think the, the, uh, that play, uh, pass interference call was ex- exceptionally heinous. Uh, but the, uh, I just didn't, I, I wanted to be able to talk about that. Dude, it was bullshit, man. They fucking, ba- how do you bail a team out? <laughs> there we like, go, going forward on, Get fourth, it out. on fourth down, they're just throwing it up on their own side of their field, and they just get completely bailed out by the refs. Even if it was defensive pass interference, you almost shouldn't call it on principle because that's no way to run a fucking offense, you piece of shit. Fucking four. That's like Madden shit, which is cool. Like, But, I mean, dude, we had a seven-point lead, seven minutes left in the game when they make this call. If we get the ball in our own territory with a one-touchdown lead, we go up by two, you know, we're kicking at least a field goal. Yeah. So that that completely changed the game. So, but I mean, lone coverages, bunch of injuries on defense. We we look shitty on defense. But yeah, you forty two points, five hundred yards of offense, no turnovers. Um, and there's still people that are hating on Baker for this loss. It's like, dude, our defense played like shit in the second half. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the the Baker hate. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's like it's premeditated. I think yeah. it's it's uh um I, I think they just they want him to be Johnny Manziel or something. Yeah. Well it's like dude, we've been bad for so long, we're finally a good team and all these crazy Browns fans have these Super Bowl aspirations. I don't know. Old habits die hard with uh with pointing fingers. Yeah. So but yeah, it was a fun game to watch, disappointing uh Disappointing ending, but I think that's uh, that's something the Browns need to work on is how to finish off good opponents. We've uh, we've shown that we can beat you know the teams we're supposed to beat. So, gotta finish off the good good teams now. That's the next step for our team. Just gotta just, just always gotta finish those guys off. Got to, just gotta finish those dudes off. Yeah. <laughs> make that make that ending happy. Um, all right. So getting into the, getting into the awards, I've got, uh, offensive defensive player of the week. This is the, um, Hollywood Brown offensive defensive player of the week going to, uh, the member of the offense screwing up their team's chances of winning the most. Uh, first nominee is Sam Darnold, all 177 yards, one touchdown and three interceptions. And then the other nominee is every kicker that missed a kick this fucking weekend? That uh, hands down. Kicking oh, games. What was it? Uh, twelve extra points missed it this weekend. Something Unbelievable. like that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
Missing Crosby missed uh, three. Unbelievable. Uh, before making the before ruining a bunch of memes and and making the overtime one. Uh, the Bengals kicker thought he made it and That's celebrated. Good. Turns out that wasn't right. He only hit the little flag on the pole. Um, and then did you see his other 57-yard goal, field goal miss? That, that'll Thumb. come up in coaching to lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, uh, the Chargers kicker missed two extra points on his own. Yeah. Um, just a... Uh, just an awful, awful fucking week for kickers. Uh, best excuse in a losing performance, I have Browns. 500 yards, no turnovers, 42 points, and we got fucked by the refs. Uh, the 49ers started a rookie on the road against the last unbeaten team, and it wasn't terrible. Um, the Giants, Mike Glennon played over half the football game. <laughs> uh, and and then uh, and that's it. Uh, that's a very, it. A very 49ers-Browns-Giants I uh, I'm, best excuse in a losing performance. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm, sorry. The Lions, who are you fucking kidding me? Were the first team to ever lose twice on last second fifty plus yarder field goals. Jeez, right in the dick. Poor Lions, right in the dick. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give it to the again. I'm giving it to the Browns. I, the, I think I think the Browns had the had the game played in the game of the week. And as I said in my post, I, there's, I've got one team. I'm not one of these two team or three team people. Um, but uh, there are two teams that I hope just make their fans proud of them. And for a lot of years, neither team has done that, but right now both teams have shit to be excited for. They happen to play each other this weekend and it was basically game of the year. So um Anyway, 500 yards, no turnovers, 42 points, and you get fucked by the refs. That's just that's a, that's all of it right there. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I concur. Any any just, other just, nominees for best excuse in a losing performance? Uh, I mean, I I got to show some love to Trevor's Giants. Having all those guys get injured, that's tough. And it was a close uh, game. It was a yeah. close game. People were playing well. Tony had a had a game. After after last week, where he also had a game, yeah, uh, it was really exciting to see him going, and uh, you know, had the the Victor Cruz feeling to it. Like this well, is a new and and, and kind of like Odell. Odell missed the first couple of games of his rookie season and came in and just set the world on fire. So you know. yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, and then of course everybody gets gets hurt and and we we get blown out, and uh, that's just the way that's just the way the cookie crumbles in Giants land. What so the Daniel Jones concussion? Yeah. Um, a bunch of people got mad at me for posting that I thought he had a concussion this whole time. Um, <laughs> which is funny and is not criticizing him for having a concussion now. It's just saying I thought he played like shit before. Um, but I'm not interested in catching two-week explore bands, so I pulled it down. Um, but uh he's like he it's like Lowered his head at the goal line. Like, I, yeah. I don't. That's a. I mean, Trey Lance did it, and I felt differently about it. But Trey Lance also gave Isaiah Simmons a like. Trey Lance knocked a Cardinals linebacker out of the game for a good while. Lowering that play. The goal line, yeah. He didn't get in. But he knocked the Cardinals guy out of the game for a good long while. Didn't get a concussion from it. Daniel Jones, on the other hand, couldn't walk off the field, the poor guy. Yeah, he was stumbling and bumbling. Yeah. Um, all right, coaching to lose the game. Uh first, uh, did you guys see the Texans fake punt thing? Not the one that not the one that got blocked and they punted it twice, but the other one where they, they looked like they didn't know how to line up for a fucking punt. Then they did. Then they didn't again, and then they didn't snap it far enough back. And so he, when he punted, he like banked it off the offensive lineman's back of the offensive lineman. <laughs> no, <laughs> I missed that one. It I was did too. Very special. Um, uh, I've got the Browns running the ball on third and ten, needing a score. Uh, Zach Taylor attempting a fifty-seven yard field goal instead of going for it on fourth and one. Shanahan 
going one for five on fourth down. Uh, and then our last, your last choice, uh, sending stupid emails 10 years ago and having your locker room quit on you. Who are we picking? I mean, you got to, I mean, <laughs> you got to go with Gruden, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, he's got like a, I mean, is he like, I yeah, I guess he I mean, in a Money job, is he losing? A job that he just had an absolute, you know, stranglehold on. He was staying there too. He was. That's seventy million. Yeah, he, that's that's blowing it right there, dude. Yeah, this is and this is all. This is a. You know, what we missed last week. We missed giving Urban Meyer the Plaxico Burris Award for shooting yourself in the leg. I this I think Gruden gets it. This is like the Marty McFly version of it, though, where he had to fly back in time to shoot himself in the leg. Um, oh, the retroactive. The, yeah, the um, uh, the, the the Karma Award. Um, he had to be making more with the Raiders than he was with ESPN. Yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <clears throat> Terrible. Oh yeah. Um, but you gotta you gotta find the Texans fake punt thing. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, it looks um, and Zach Zach Taylor being a, uh, just being a, an ultra Zach with this, but with a C, um, Taylor. Just what is it with these guys and not going for it on fourth down? Zach Taylor, Lafleur with the Packers. Come on, um, Shanahan going for it. There's a bunch of people in 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 the coaching mistakes Q and A uh, you know uh, survey I took today. They were like, "There's the Niners ran the ball too much with Lance, and um, what's with the fucking play calling and all this other shit." And there were some goofy play calls. I've got a bigger issue with like the Uschek quarterback sneak where Uschek is uh, playing running back and then runs up to behind center and does a QB sneak, we, which we just did last week. And I was sitting there going, like, man, it's a shame we used that last week. We could use it right now. And <sighs> turns out we tried. And they were like, oh, it's that play from last week. Because once use checks under center, there's only one place it's going. Straight ahead. Unless Shanahan's just setting the Cardinals up for three weeks from now when use check pitches it to Lance. And use check runs the option. Fucking. Line that play up. Keep an eye out. That'll get my juices going. Anyway, I didn't. I didn't mind the play calling as much as some people. Uh, you know, you're on. The, you're on the road. You've got a rookie quarterback. It's his first full game in 700 days or some shit. Just let him go out there and fling the ball around, and uh, hope he doesn't turn. And hope your defense plays well enough to keep it close, and you can maybe get down there at the end and win it. And that almost worked out. But uh, yeah, Gruden wins. Um, the Jekyll and Carlos Hyde Award, this is for the Ravens. I, I'm, I'm nominating the Ravens for um, not just for the season, but like literally within the same game. They are like look like two different teams, first half, second half. Um, the Eagles, who came back to beat the Panthers, and it's time for me to start saying nice things about the Eagles again. So you're welcome, Philly. And uh, do the Steelers qualify for a Jekyll and Hyde team? Hey, kinda. Is beating Denver a good win? Right now, it is. Do you think we're gonna look back on this in three weeks and be like, "Man, that Denver win was a really good one"? Like, well, is Denver gonna be six and four? Nah, man. Didn't we look at their schedule? It was pretty easy too, or no? No, it's worth a, it's worth a look. Gander. Yeah, let me bring let me bring up the Broncos schedule. They um three and two now. They're they're uh, home against the Raiders this Ooh. week at Cleveland on Thursday night. That'll be that'll be a good one. Um, nothing's ever gone wrong for the Browns against the Broncos, right, Doug? No. The uh, then the 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 football team. That that's an depending on which Bronco depending on who the Broncos are, that, that could be a good game or not. Um then Dallas, Philly, Chargers, Chiefs. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking seven wins is their ceiling. Yeah. There's not there's not a lot more here to like sink your teeth into. You get Detroit, Philly, the football team, and two games against the Raiders. Those are those are the only the Bengals, depending on, you know, if Zach shows up. Anyways. Um Trevor, I want to make sure we leave room for for hockey corner today. Like a lot of room because I know it's like starting this week, maybe? Yeah, tomorrow. All right. Opening night, tomorrow night. Um Okay, so just some quick quick hitter questions from the rest of the games. I asked last week if the Panthers could beat the Bucks, and I'm gonna just rescind that question. I and forget I ever asked it. Um, do we see the Cowboys getting home field advantage in the playoffs? Are the are the Cowboys a potential number one seed in the NFC? I think we lost Doug. I, I that's a resounding yes for me. Bringing Doug back in. Yeah, I think the, I think the Cowboys and the Bucks. Even I know the Cardinals are five and zero, but I think the card or the Bucks and the Cowboys are the kind of the class of the NFC right now. I didn't. I have not been. I was not crazy impressed with with the Cardinals. I mean, they won a game they were supposed to win, but the um, I just keep going back to man, if the fucking Niners were healthy. God nah. damn it! Like. The fucking nine—they were just healthy. Um. Anyways, I'm sure that's what they're saying too. Um, Dan Campbell crying. I liked it. I did too. This guy cares. Yeah. Um. I mean, plus two. Those last two losses, like I might be crying too. But this guy gives a shit. If you're if you're playing for him, you gotta. That'll keep you fighting, and a tough. What's gonna be a tough season? Yeah. No, I mean, that's the, um, it's got to turn, like, it's got to turn into something quick, though. Like, you've got to have, you know, there's, they've got to, the players, I think, have got to feel like that they've got an edge, like that their coaching gives them an edge and it's not just like a raw, raw thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a fucking good enough analyst and film guy to, to decipher whether they're doing anything spectacular there, but like that that raw raw stuff, you know, it, it wears out, it wears thin if there isn't anything behind it. But like you know, it's like I you it's it, that was the that was probably the most human thing. Like you don't get like real human moments from coaches anymore. I mean, it's like yeah. You know Jim Moore with his playoffs, um, but you don't get these like Denny Green with his like uh, you know they are who we thought they were. Where the hell off the hook? The um, but you know those like real actual human moments from coaches are are good, man. I fucking love it. Yeah. Hope the Lions get a victory soon. Um. Eagles on pace for three top ten picks right now. Jesus. Their own, the Dolphins, and like maybe the Jets or something. I don't know who the other one is. But on pace for three top ten picks right now. And then before we came to Trevor, I would just like to point out that Jameis Winston has 12 touchdowns and three interceptions in five games. I mean, our boy is there. You must see him. He's having you must himself. respect him. Uh, a Jamesons? It, it is, in fact, a Jamesons. Or a Winnesons. He's on pace for 40 touchdowns and... Winstesons. Three divided by five times 17. And just 10 interceptions. 40 touchdowns, 10. Wow, that'd be a hell of a season for him. It would be the Jamesons. If we just like if that team can just put together some good wins, I want a Jameson shirt with like the cash money records, like style. Yeah, <laughs> let's make it happen. You know, we could sell that. The Jamesons, 
merch. Curtis, if you're still listening. Come on, Kurt. Get on it, dude. Make it happen. All right. Well, on that high note now, Doug? All right, everybody. Big days tomorrow. Who do we have going for this? Who do we have going for the Smythe? The what? I don't know. Is that a thing? Why are you interrupting me? (laughs) Why are you? This is my corner. You have your whole podcast. This is my corner, dude. Okay. Nobody's trying to listen to you. All right. It's it's the hockey preview edition. I stepped on it. Go ahead. Jesus. Jeremy (laughs) Roenick. Jeremy Roenick. All right. (laughs) Over, you know, overarching. You yelled at me. Why is, not yell at Doug? <laughs> is that we have, we have the the opportunity to do something in the National Hockey League. That ha- Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over thirty five, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.